Welcome to episode 14 of In Touch with iOS, a podcast for sharing tips, apps, and gear for iPhone and iPad, along with related technologies that get us using iOS in a fun, productive, and meaningful way. I'm your host, David Ginsberg, and joining me as always is Melissa Davis. How are you doing, Melissa? I'm good, Dave. How are you? You sound like you've been watching some horse races. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've had a little practice doing another podcast, but that's uh-huh. that's another story. But no, uh, I, I've really, I don't know. I, it's just been, I'm getting better and better as I go here when I read, read, it's read great. stuff. It's so, great. And it's fun. And most of that stuff on the other podcast is off the cuff. So, uh, but no, it's, uh, it, it's that, that, uh, if those who you don't know, I guess I'll mention it that I'm I'm doing a, a podcast. I was with setting my you up friend. There, <laughs> I probably I wasn't going to plug it, but I guess maybe I will. Uh, it's my friend Steve, and he is a very good um, uh, horse racing handicapper, so he knows uh, knows the horses very well. And it's uh, our website is uh, offthechartshorseracing.com. I'll leave it at that. You can check it out if you so desire. And uh, we uh, he does his picks. He gets all the credit. I just do the uh, the hosting and. Uh, and make things fun so oh, it's just it's just another way that you're in touch with ios so there we go there you go yeah well but we're in touch with other stuff but that's another story all right but, well let's talk about yes. you've had some experiences recently why sure. don't you tell everybody sure, about yeah. your watch repair you had both both you had a iPhone, double whammy your watch and yeah, your iphone i did so i have i uh, i have an apple watch series 2 which i did if i did talk about it in previous episodes i chose not to upgrade because I start looking at my bank account and saying, you know, I'm really spending way too much money on stuff lately. I need to just kind of step back a little and say, you know what? The Series 2 watch is perfectly fine. I don't really need mm-hmm. to upgrade. Um, especially when I was turned off about the uh, the LTE updates, which I, which I just read today that they just You know what they fixed. call that, right? There, yeah. there's a there's a there's a condition yeah. that you have it's called reality distortion filter <laughs> exactly <laughs> or rea- reality distortion so, field i should say so that was <laughs> learned how to filter that so in the previous episodes i said i was going to go with the iphone 10 i said and then i had some second thoughts and i did write up a, a write up about that and said you know what i think the iphone 8 is iphone 8 place is good for me so but anyway we'll, we'll talk about that later uh so yes i i had the the Series 2 watch, and it, it, it was uh, just before, I believe, iOS 11, it came out. And all of a sudden, I, I, I pull my wrist up, and I look, and the glass is completely separated, all four corners. Oh, my. And I'm like, what do you think caused it? What are you, is this crazy? And then I didn't reala- realize it until after I rubbed my right arm because I wear my watch on my left on my left wrist. And oh, I, had, I, I did a little minor cut on my arm, too. So I said, <laughs> holy cow. And we're going to post the picture of the watch in the show notes, um, what it looked like. What happened with Ultimately, what ended up happening when I found out was the the um, the battery started uh, uh, bulging, but started oh, uh, really? getting uh, swelling. I guess is what it was, and then uh, and what happened was that because it swelled, it swelled, it was it swelled, um, <laughs> it pushed up on the glass, and then of course the glass separated from the entire frame. Yeah, I'm so, looking at the pictures that you shared that we're going to put in the show yeah. notes, and I have an old iPhone 3GS, and it looks just like this. Like this yeah. is like a little miniature version of that, where yeah, the glass started to pop off because it's swelled. Mm-hmm. Well, well, what's a couple things that are frustrating with the watch, and I'll be happy. I mean, I'm going to voice my opinion on it because I was real frustrated. Is I wanted to go to the store uh, to just get an exchange. I mean, my gosh, you know, it's uncovered. I have Apple Care on it, so I go to the store, and they don't exchange watches at any store ever. 
You have, they really? have to, they have to ship it in and then they ship it back out to you. And then, you know, granted they were quick about it. I got it back within a, uh, two days, which was the longest, but you know, I was, yeah, but that's a long time to like, Oh, and I, I, I can imagine what that must feel like now. Yeah. Cause when you have your watch on and you start to depend so, on it, but, Oh, that's but, hard. But the other frustration was when I brought it, like the guy right away was going to like charge me for it. I'm like, what are you crazy? This is, mm. this did not happen by me abusing it. I said, there's no question. Well, let me go take a look and talk to the manager. And so then, for, mm. and then cause I didn't know the battery had swelled until he said something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, that makes more sense to me. So, yeah, send off. Mm-hmm. I'm not paying a dime. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mm-hmm. give you enough of my money. So, exactly. <laughs> so, so, uh, and, um, and uh, within a couple of days, I got it back, and I was I was happy as a clam. So it's, uh, it, was a, it was a brand new watch, so it was great. So, no, and this was no a series two. Series two. Yeah, and I'm, okay. I honestly am perfectly fine with the series two at this point. I can sit, sit tight for another year and, and see what happens with the LTE model, and you know, maybe series four comes out next year. Yeah, let's let's see how that does on the wild first for a while. Exactly, and that's what was the exact same thing I did when I decided to go with the the eight plus. You know, I I'm on the on Apple's uh, trade up trading trade in program, so I I I financed it through Apple, which I highly recommend to everybody. I think dealing with the um, dealing with the carriers is 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 always frustrating and trying to to buy a phone there and just dealing with them. I just I I mean I'm an AT and T customer. I'm fine with them, but you know, honestly, all the carriers are not the greatest. I'll be honest. Um, and I think it helps if you have a friend. <laughs> well, if you if you have a friend at the carrier, that always helps. But yeah, I mean, but I mean, one I got, of, I've got one complaints. Of the, the and all guys that. that works there is like one of my kids' school dads, so oh, I'm just like, go. hey, dude, help me out. <laughs> there you go. So, um, so I decided to stick with the uh, the. I went and uh, traded up to the eight plus, and it's a great. It's an absolutely awesome phone. I really love it. Um, I think they've made some pretty good improvements. I just, you know, like I said, uh, iPhone 10 is going to be a first gen product. I know mm-hmm. there's going to be problems. And you know what? The worst part is it's going to be near impossible to get one. I mean, they're mm-hmm. already saying that the stock is going to be so low. And I can just imagine people are going to be waiting for two, three, four months to just to get this phone. And then when they get it, you know, oh, we have this problem, we have that problem. So, but yeah, let, you might as well just go with what's out with the latest now. Yeah. And, you know, they can let someone else beta test it and be, be done mm-hmm. with it. So, <laughs> So within the first week, I bought the I got I went in and got the phone the the, the first day it came out. Of course, <laughs> that's me. did you stand in the line? There was no line. No lines. <laughs> no, no lines, lines for all. you. <laughs> I didn't even reserve the phone. I I was I was oh nice. I, I I took a chance. I said you know what? I'm going to go to the store. I'm just going to walk up and see what I can do because normally I would have it all reserved because I had the other I had the watch reserved then I canceled it I changed my mind right and that same day. Uh huh. Um, so I decided, you know what, I'm going to go there this afternoon, that, not that afternoon and, and see what I can do. So sure enough, as soon as I walked up to, uh, uh, as soon as I walked up to the store, thought there was a short, there's a line out there because like they were trying to keep control of people going into the store. And he says, yeah, well, let me get you on the list. And you know, within five minutes, I was uh, in the store and they said, yeah, I want the, I went with the 256. Um, again, I know you, I just decided to do it. I was, I was tempted to go 64, but I said, you know what? <laughs> I'll regret it later. I already have a 256 and I never have to worry about yeah. space. So what the heck? Yeah, if you don't want to think about it, you just don't want to think about it. What the heck? I mean, and I'm already paying the same amount for the monthly fee anyway. So very simple process. You just give them your old phone. They 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 uh, pay off the loan on, on the old phone and start you new in the space of like starting over again. Um, so it's, I mean, yeah, I, mean, I, I could say it's probably depends on really what you want to spend. Um, but it doesn't bother me because now we can just trade. I can, after a year, I can trade the phone in and, uh, and start over again. So, um, so it was, a 
it was a decent, uh, it was a really good experience. And um, other than the, the, the gal was, was, she was having a little bit of challenge with uh, getting the, the, the financing going. Cause I guess it was, her, it was her first time doing it using the citizens one bank as the bank that they use for Apple. So, um, but I'll tell you a little side story before we move on with that is um, there was another gal that was in there that actually I knew from um, being in there the year before. And I think I, bought my iPhone seven plus from her and mm-hmm. I saw her and I knew her and I'm, I'm actually, I've connected with her on LinkedIn and I also told her about our, my Apple user group and she was wanting to come see us and all that kind of stuff. So I knew who she was, but I didn't want to bother. She was with somebody else uh, helping a customer and I'm just standing there and then she just came up to me and said, uh, I knew, I know who you are because I heard your voice. I, I, I can hear your voice. <laughs> I know you from in touch from iOS. I'm like, oh my God. No are, way. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So that's I'll, awesome. I, I, I thought that was like, what a great feeling. And I knew that's terrific. Her, I love it. Her name was Tracy. She's a real nice lady. And hi, uh, Tracy. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she, uh, and she she goes to the other guy that's working with her. He he knows his stuff. He's uh, he knows more than we do. He she says, <laughs> says to her, and I'm like, oh my god, make me make me blush here. Uh, uh, so that was real. It was a nice feeling, and she's, she's that would have been a great nice. portrait lighting picture, Dave. Yeah, <laughs> should should have done a selfie with her. Uh, uh, so that was that was kind of a side side story. So that was that was a, a nice. That's experience. a great side so, story. I love that. Can you just talk a little bit about the oleo? Yeah. The so let me move on. Get I'm going on and on here. Let me uh, go on to the week later, and I. Just discovered that the oleophobic i think it is, is is the is the the film that's inside the glass that helps prevent it from getting a lot of fingerprints when you touch it uh all the we'll have a picture of my phone on the show notes and it'll you actually can get if you kind of it'd be amusing if you see what the picture i provided it has the picture of when i was talking to apple support over the chat they have because they have that tra- great chat i app. saw that i and saw that he's saying did you reboot the phone did you he's like asking me to do software <laughs> I stuff I'm like, oh i grip my teeth every time i have to contact support because like this oh, is a i've already been problem. through the triage here we go yeah, this, this is a physical problem so i just hung up and then and i ended up calling somebody i mean i just was able to make an appointment at the store. So mm-hmm. basically I had to take the phone into the store. Yeah. I mean, it, it was, it was a purely a defect. And I guess huh. if anybody's familiar with Chris Perillo, he, he had mm-hmm. the same problem and he, he did a blog post on it, uh, uh, that same week, uh, same mm-hmm. thing happened. There was some, something with the display. So a brought it into quality controls slip there. Yeah. Brought it into a, 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 another Apple store, our store in Deer Park, Illinois, which I go to sometimes, uh, as well. Cause the Woodfield store that we'll talk about in a minute, um, which I go to most of the time, uh, did not uh, have any appointments. So, so mm-hmm. I went there and yeah, they, they looked at it a little bit and then, and they was like, yeah, it looks like we have to replace it. So which model do you have? 256. And then she, then he, then he, uh, uh, then he says, oh wait, I don't know if we have any in stock. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. I can't imagine they keep a whole lot of those in stock. That's yeah. not the most so, popular flavor. So I said, wait, wait a minute, let me go on back. So he went into the safe. He told me later and says, oh, <laughs> all, of sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden he's got one they found because I, I don't know if it was being held for somebody or what the deal was. I, I didn't care. You got me a phone. It just I'm, sounds I'm like happy. a far side cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, but they pulled out a brand new phone. It wasn't like a repaired, you know, like one of the phones right. you bring out when you, when you use Apple care. So got it replaced and, and then the phone's been perfect ever since. So, you know, and, nice. that, was, and that was, uh, yeah, unusual to have two experiences with both my devices within, within a few weeks of each other. So, and it's um, not even like mercury retrograde or anything, is it? <laughs> 
usually that sort of thing happens around yeah. times. So, and then you say, and then we wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, all the new, all the stores are changing, uh, the Apple stores. And mm-hmm. I had a good experience because um, the Apple store Woodfield, which is in Schaumburg, Illinois, right outside Chicago. That's, that was one of the original Apple stores, their original designs when Apple stores first opened, I guess, what, 10 or 12 years ago, however, however when the Apple Which is the one opened. that I've been to. Yeah. I, I, it was that one with the big window. No, you might have been downtown Chicago, which is yeah. The, I was, I think downtown. Yeah, that 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 one's changing again. That'll be changing uh, next. Uh, actually, in the what is it? Uh, you got a Oct- lot of October twentieth town squares in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. So this one, I don't know if it's necessary. I don't know if it's necessarily a town square, but it was so overdue. The 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 um the floors in this store were all the the old wood, and the, mm-hmm. the manager was telling me that they were just having nothing, but they can't get these things sanded down any more than they've already have. It's just mm-hmm. they're so old. I mean, they had to be replaced. So, so sure enough, I I I, I walked into the store, and we had already got an email saying that the store was reopening on uh, September thirtieth. So I went over there on that weekend, uh, this, this past weekend, and. Um, the big sign on the old store was we just moved down the hall. I'm like, okay, that's a little confusing because I'm trying to look over. I'm like, all right, where did they go? But <laughs> it literally was you just are down the hall. Here. Yeah, you just no, you're just not kept, here. Just kept walking down the other end of the mall, and then and I start to look over to the right. Oh, there it is. I see the Apple logo. So I walk up to it. Beautiful, beautiful store, and it's pretty much the same concept as all the rest of the stores I've seen. Um, really bright, bright light lighting and. Uh, the cool white floors and the cool white ceiling, which I found out later that the ceiling is actually made of cloth, and and it, oh. and it, I guess, helps absorb a lot of the sound because you know when you're in those stores, they're always very loud. Oh, so loud. So, but they got the same same concept. A lot of other new stores with the big long tables and the real the, the, and the um, where where people were setting things up and doing. And there's no more genius bar anymore where there used to be where there was a big, big desk in the back and they pretty mm-hmm. much help you work on your devices or all around the store. There was only two tables for Mac, which I was found to be very interesting. Hmm. Um, but, uh, but, uh, the rest so there's of the not a bar. Is that going to be for all the town squares yeah. or is that just for that one where there's no, no bar? Anymore? Cause I was in another local store in Chicago. Uh, when I got my watch, uh, exchanged or uh, sent it for placement, uh, in Northbrook, Illinois, which is on the North shore of Chicago. And that store was pretty much the same, same, same concept. I mean, it's just wide open. It's not like a town square. No bar. No, no bar anymore. Yeah, they got rid of all hmm. the bars. The one that's in downtown Chicago, it's going to be opening on October 20th of uh, 2017, is uh, uh, supposed to be, that'll be a town square. It'll be huge, and they'll have an uh, auditorium, and they'll have the plants like they were talking about, making it feel like you're, you're, you're hanging out in a, in a park and hmm. so it'll be a lot more like that but uh the other cool thing i saw in the in the woodfield uh, uh, schaumburg illinois store was um is the uh home kit dem- demonstrations they have they had two big screens and we have pictures we'll have pictures in the show notes that i took two big screens one on each side and they had ipads with all the home kit uh uh buttons that you could push and it simulates you turning off the uh the ceiling fan or bringing down and up the drapes and mm. the lighting changing. And, and it was like basically virtual reality. They're looking in a bedroom and being oh, wow. able to control all this stuff. Uh, it, it shows it on that screen, but you'd have to really see it in person to really give a good experience about it. So, uh, but uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a pretty cool experience and it's a nice store. I'm happy that, 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 that they finally did it because it was a and way. you managed to walk out of there without any new light bulbs. I did not purchase a thing. <laughs> I went into that store. I was, Hmm, should I buy this new band? Because I'm liking those new sport bands they got, the ones that wrap up, wrap around. 
Yeah. I resisted. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, those are my experiences with uh, the stores and then, of course, uh, my, my repairs that I had to deal with. So, um, well, I got to tell you, I've been thinking a lot since the last time we talked and now mm-hmm. hearing more about your iPhone 8 Plus experiences. And I'm really starting to lean more towards the 8 Plus. So I want to put a call out to our listeners, all five of you. <laughs> I, I want to ask for suggestions. Send us your comments, your tips. Uh, you can go to our blog and you can click on the comments there. Or you can tweet at us. You can go to our Facebook page. All of that stuff will be in our show notes. Uh, I want your suggestions on iPhone 8 Plus cases. Now, here's my here's my request, my caveat, okay? Because I've been struggling with the whole idea of just carrying such a larger phone and as I've told you before, I, I'm pretty proud of my little wallet thing that I have mm-hmm. going on. And so I'm not so much as concerned about being able to charge wirelessly. I've, I mean, I'm going to ask you about that in a second, about the wireless charging experience. That you have a picture and a little video that we're going to put in the show notes mm-hmm. for that, too. So I'm not too, too concerned about that because I just live plugged in a lot of the time anyway. It's just I've said it before. I'll say it again. It's just hot out here. It's just really hot and, and batteries get murdered. I think I'll, I'll like having that, that plus size battery and that will be happy. Oh, yeah. It'll make me happier, but I still want to manage my expectations as far as heat affecting battery life. But I really am going to miss having a wallet if I don't get some kind of a wallet case. So I've been looking on Amazon and I just, yep. you know, I can't really decide. So I'd like some feedback from some people if they have any ideas. Maybe they have pictures or something that they're using that they really like. I want something that is still going to allow me to use it as a wallet because I really don't like having to carry a purse if I don't have to carry one uh, or a bag. I'm, I'm kind of all or nothing. It's either it's my my big bag when I go out you know, on a house call or it's my phone <laughs> with my little pocket and that's it. So I want something that has a strap, something I thought, you know, maybe this will take care of that whole that whole issue of not being able to shove it in my pocket like I'm used to. Mm-hmm. So I've been trying, this is silly. I know this is first world issue here, but <laughs> I've been trying to train myself to stop sticking my phone in my pocket and carry it. And, you know, I have a puppy, I have kids, <laughs> I'm always juggling something with my hands. And I thought this is just not attainable. I can't not, I, I, it's hard to just hold the phone in my hand. So then I, I started looking at cases and I thought, well, you know, maybe a strap, would negate that problem. Maybe if I had something that had a, a strap of some sort, and I'm starting to see those more and more. Maybe maybe you can ask Kathy about it. Maybe she has some ideas for that. I don't know what, what she's carrying around. Um, but some yeah. some type of wallet, something with a strap, again, like I don't, I'd rather, you know, you're going to have to have some trade-offs. So I'd rather trade off the whole wireless charging thing yeah. if it means having to put a, a thick case on there. But then my biggest challenge is I'm really concerned because this is the whole reason that I want to go with the 8 Plus, aside from the bigger screen and being able to just work on a bigger screen, yep. is the camera. Oh, I've often said, awesome. you know, this is not a phone. It's a camera that happens to make phone calls. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a pocket computer is what it, it is. is. It's not really a phone. Uh, and so it's the camera that I'm really after. Now, I've seen these things called bandolets where, you know, but I'm not paying $80 for like a leather studded case. It's just not me. Um, so I'm looking for something that will allow me to take pictures really well. And I'm concerned about the flash because the bulkier the case from what I've experienced in the past, if it if it has a lot of bulk around the lens, then you usually get some kind of flash flare. So I'm really concerned about that. Yep. So those are my caveats. I'd like it to be something that's easily transportable, something with a strap, 
so they don't have to worry about shoving it in my pocket, something that I can just kind of throw on my wrist and then I can still juggle, you know, I still pick up the puppy and still, you know, deal with the kids. And like today I had to go, you know, I was carrying dry ice around today for my kid. You know, it's like I can't be carrying a phone and all this stuff. So um, it has to have some kind of a strap. And then the camera is a big thing. Like it has to be able to take flash pictures without any kind of occlusion or anything. So right. that's my plea to our listeners. Well, and then I want to ask you about wireless, unless you have any other comments. Yeah, no, I was going to just give you, um, yeah, the wife has um, has the standard Apple case cover, the back cover. So she doesn't mm-hmm. have a case. I know my sister-in-law does have, um, she she has one of those folding cases like that covers over it, kind of like a like a folio. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, but I've always been, I've tried all kinds of different cases over the years, and I was using Movi forever, and I'm, I've, I'm done with Movi. I, I actually like the... The Apple, the silicon case that they provide, the the backing. Um, in fact, mm-hmm. the one I had for the Seven Plus fits perfectly, which I was shocked. I mean, there's. Really, How do you carry around like your your driver's license, your credit card, you know, well, all that I, kind of stuff? Being a guy, you know, I have a wallet. Yeah, so. you see your wallet. Yeah, I'm a girl. So. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. No, I mean, <laughs> there are some. I mean, I know some folks that I I support in my office uh, that to have what you're talking about that they like to have the case that's got the. Uh, a little uh, slide thing on the back of it where you can put your driver's license or credit card or whatever. All right, well, send me some pictures and some links and stuff, and we can share them in our next episode if we find something something that really fits my fancy. But, uh, yes, wireless charging for the iPhone 8 and 8 Plus. Awesome. Um, I really like the fact that you you have the choice to be able to just have a a wireless base and and, and any of the Qi technology, that's QI if you don't know what Qi is, uh, is a wireless technology that the Apple is, uh, has, has gone with, which that's the standard for uh, pretty much any, any phone. So the great thing about it is you can go out, you know, you don't necessarily have to buy the Mophie pad that they're selling at the Apple store or the Belkin one. You can go on Amazon and you can find a stand that actually stands up the phone and uh, it uh, uh, will charge it. And it's like anywhere between 15 and $20 for that, that device. And all you have to do is have a cord, plug it into it to a, to a standard outlet or, if you have a US or a USB port that, that you're powering with it now, and it'll charge. Now there are. I want to find one that'll do my watch and my phone at the same time. That and that's the awesome. thing. Uh, the problem is, wireless technology is not going to be supported in Series Two, so you have to have a mm-hmm. Series Three um, watch in order to do wireless charging. Well, even if it was just you know making something. Hey, you know what? This this would be a really good project for kids learning about 3D printing. Someone designed me a, a charging stand that accommodates both my watch, you know, has like a little recessed area to put the magnet in there yep. with the, a Qi charging base. That would just be lovely. No, and I, purple, please. I agree. <laughs> um, I know I watched uh, another podcast. I think it was uh, on Twit. Uh, it was Megan Maroney. She she showed uh, her case that she had one of those magnets that, that, was, uh-huh. that, that would attach to her to her base and if you had the magnet in the wrong spot to where the charging coils are in the in the, uh, in the eight plus eight plus it won't charge Uh-oh. so you got to be oh, careful so magnets and she are not yeah you got to have them in, yeah it has to be in a different spot it has to be below and the gotta bottom. keep them separated okay it has to be towards the bottom of the case towards the towards the lightning jack and not the middle where a lot of people mm-hmm. do it for the case so you can't have a magnet in there otherwise it's not going to charge oh, but otherwise that's a design it, challenge 
Otherwise, it, the charge is great, and you can find some of those chargers that are fast charging because the the eight plus will allow you to be able to fast charge with wireless. So mm-hmm. um, that's uh, that's going to be a, a really cool thing too. But there's tons and tons of them out there. Just, yeah, that's what we love about Amazon, and I'm a, a, mm-hmm. addicted to any but buying anything on Amazon. So uh, <laughs> they they have tons of those types of uh, chargers out there, and and, and my fa- my favorite brand is Anker A N K E R. Mm-hmm. Um, I always hear good things about them. Always great stuff. I've bought many. You know, I've got. I have one of their twenty thousand six hundred milliamp uh, uh, charging battery I carry with me all the time, so I can charge on the fly. Um, mm-hmm. So th- their products are good, but many, most of the ones, that, the one I bought that uh, you'll see in the video I, I did. Um, that's a off brand, just was really not a big name, but most of them are fine. They're, they actually work perfectly fine, and they were designed to work with anything that, that has the Qi um, uh, technology. Uh, In most means. cases, you said will work pretty well. Yeah, it's just, there's no know. case. And I, I have not. I imagine heard the of thicker it. you get, like something that I want, is probably not going to work. And yeah, I I worry about you know my credit cards getting demagnetized. Well, I that, guess it's not. Yeah. She doesn't do that to it. No, does it? but it shouldn't. But you, know, you got. But it's something to consider. Yeah, you got to be careful. Uh, you don't want it to to happen. So, but yeah, no, the wireless charging is the other big advantage of it. Um, the other thing with this A plus is going to be the True Tone. They put the True Tone display, which is it's a beautiful display. In fact, I was showing it to the wife this uh, this evening while we were at dinner, and uh, she uh, did you take a pretty portrait picture? No, nothing yet. Not, okay, uh, but the the screen is beautiful, and it also has that auto brightness uh, sensor that's in here now. So uh-huh. it, it 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 gets bright depending on the lighting, so it adjusts accordingly. And the and the battery hasn't been too bad on the eight plus, and I know we're going to talk about battery life in here in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, it uh, it it does have a really good uh, really good uh, true tone display, just similar to what the iPad has. So. In Arizona, I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> there you go. When I get one, I'll report back and let you know just how good it is and how how it holds up to the Arizona sun. Oh, you, oh, you mean the display or the battery? Just both. Oh, okay. <laughs> both because um, it, it's so bright out here a lot of times you're like sure. you have to kind of hide somewhere to go look your your watch or your phone well that's the thing i've had it in bright sunlight and it, it gets really bright so you can see it and it, it, Good. it really not real bright but enough that it, it adjusts so you can see it very well yeah i mean i've seen my success do that on occasion but yeah then i have right. to make sure I, I put it back down if it doesn't adjust itself already so that'll be something to look forward to so yeah let's just get this out of the way battery <laughs> life stinks on ios <laughs> 11 uh but you know i knew that that was going to happen so i can't complain about the it too old much. Models. i think i mean i had my 7 plus for you know for um on it for a couple of weeks and i wasn't having that many problems with it so the plus mm-hmm. models were okay i'm not sure about the 6s plus or oh the that's 6 just plus. it i have a success so it's i've got it right. but that's just the thing that bugs me is like i have an aging phone but it's got a replaced battery so i i did expect just a little bit more sure. performance out of this brand new battery so, you know, I, I think it'll stabilize over the next couple of days. I'm not going to get too upset about it, but it's yeah. it's something that I just have to compensate for. Well, we gotta, we'll got we have a link in the show notes from the Mac Observer, our, our favorite favorite uh, guys that talking about yep. the, the battery life uh, in iOS 11. There's tons more articles out there. I mean, just go crazy to talking about this and, you know, they like to, to, to rip on it. Uh, well, they, yeah, they have, but they have a more, that's why I linked to this one in the show notes because it's the most recent one. It's got the more updated screenshots and that sort of thing. I mean, it's a, it's the same song, different verse, you know, disable this, disable that, basically handicap your iPhone. 
so that you can use it, you know, get over the, the first couple of days of yep. stabilization. And then, you know, we'll, we'll adjust life accordingly when right. it, when it comes to that. So, so I don't want to say, I don't want to harp on that too, too long. Yeah. Um, I would like to talk about our upgrade experiences. Now you've been beta testing, so you had right. a little bit of an advantage. Well, <laughs> you I, had some time to get used to this, whereas I, I kind of took the longer route. I, uh, yeah, I was on the, I have developer con and public beta. I do both. So I mean, I could publicly talk about it. So, um, and you have the SE that you can kind of test on. I, like, I just I have my main yep. squeeze, but I, I couldn't really put it I, on there, but I was confident once they had released the golden master. And that's usually how my upgrade paths go on my, my primary devices. Once they released the golden master on the iPhone, I'm very confident that that's the, that's the final version. And it was, so mm-hmm. I was running it for a full two weeks or a week before it actually came out and uh battery life was great there wasn't any problems on the 7 plus at all for me mm-hmm. um and so it, it the upgrade path went you know fine yes there was some bugs there was no question there are some bugs well, with iOS 11. having an older phone that's why i like to wait a little bit longer right and, just, and it was you know, probably a good idea because I mean, both devices i have are, are relative i have the newer chips so um mm-hmm. uh at the time so um now of course now i have the a plus which the a11 bionic is, is it's probably just wonderful on that <laughs> oh yeah the, the performance on that thing is is just incredible um, yeah see and i have you know we have older devices plus nothing goes to waste in this house so my husband's 5s i'm waiting sure. still to upgrade that because i'm kind of not looking forward to that i want to wait till Closer to the time before I finally pull the trigger and go get the the eight plus, yep. you know, and have that in my hand and give him the S the success, and then maybe I'll put it on the five S if that goes to my son, and sure. you know, then we'll see how it goes. So because he doesn't necessarily, I mean, he's a little kid, so he doesn't want like. Right. Of course, he would love to have the speed, but you know, let's temper our expectations here. So and I'll it, wait. I'll wait to put it on that. And already they've got. Well, they've released iOS. They at least eleven point zero point one, and then just last uh, night last I did eleven dot zero dot two. Two, the pr- one of the big problems with eleven o eleven o two was uh, crackling audio for the phone, and I did not experience that. So. I found that I hadn't experienced it, but then again, I only had it on for a day or two. So it was and only, I don't really talk it was, about yeah, it only related to the, that, that issue was just the eight, the eight and the eight plus. Okay. Um, okay. so 11.1 is already in beta now. Um, I'm running that on my SE. So, uh, not a lot of subtle changes with, with that as of yet. Um, but, uh, that I would, would anticipate that's going to be on the fast track for relate release, uh, pretty soon here. Um, I'm sure they'll have a couple more betas uh, of it because uh, I think it's beta one or beta two on 11.1, and so it'll improve some of the stability. Because I have seen some quirky things like apps not closing properly, screens not moving around. That's what I'm experiencing. Sticking, to be honest uh, with you, I, yeah. I'm having lag, a lot of yeah. lag when yep. I go to swipe between home screens. Yep. And even uh, I will talk about this a little bit later, but I did some screen recordings. Finally, that was I couldn't wait to get my hands on on doing that. (laughs) And I actually had to trim my video a little bit because you could see in the video a little bit of lag of of, I had to I had to tap again to get the app open. So I'm still experiencing that kind of stuff. So, again, I mean, I'm used to this sort of thing, but I think, you know, other people will be really, really frustrated with it. So your mileage may may vary and, you know, be careful when you're working with older devices. Just, I mean, just as you know, I mean, whenever you go with a new OS, it's there's always bound to be problems. But mm-hmm. once people go on iOS 11, I hear nothing but rave reviews about it. And it just does a lot of great things that were added to it. So, Oh, yeah, it's definitely worth the upgrade. 
just for the new features, just right. manage your expectations. Just know that exactly. it might be a little buggy. Yeah. And especially if you have an older device, just be prepared that there might be a little bit of lag here and there. But again, it's I think that those things, you know, it's a trade off and I, I would rather have the new features. So well, I've been really happy about that. You, um, I want to talk a little bit about the actual upgrade experience. Yep. So, I mean, you've already been doing the upgrade. Mm -hmm. I waited and I wanted to try it. I just, it was something new for me that I wanted to try. I used iMazing mm -hmm. to upgrade my iPhone I and I just wanted to see what the experience was like. And I did it for both the upgrade, which is when, when we went from iOS 10 to iOS 11. Yep. And then I did it again for the update just to see if there was any kind of differences. And there wasn't, um, I will tell you it's, it's a, it's a good experience if you don't mind, being able to sacrifice your phone for an hour, hour and a half, you know, tops, maybe, you know, it's just one of those things where you kind of have to set it aside, go check on it. It does. I encrypted it. So it asked me for a, a pass, a password. I like, I laid down to go right. relax for a little while. And, and then I thought, Oh, I'll go check on it. So you have to babysit it a little bit. And so I right. went and checked on, Oh, I need to enter my password. And that, you know, made it take longer, but it was a smooth process. It's just that, uh, iMazing does a process where it restores it. And right. I wanted to ask you about that. Do you, uh, do you know, why does it do that? Is it just a security feature? Is it just it's, a, they want to make sure you have something clean or. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's similar to what iTunes does when you do an iTunes backup and you want to do an iTunes restore. I mean, I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, you can go out to this, uh, go out to Apple servers and just download the update and just, it'll just do a straight update, but it also does, it has the option to do a full restore. For some reason, I don't know. We have to ask, we'll have to ask the amazing guys or at least uh, uh, research that to see why that it does it. Um, mm -hmm. but, but for some reason, it, it wants to do a full upgrade um, uh, or a full restore uh, compared yeah. to what it, it does a backup, what which I, I liked. Oh, well, yeah, of course. I wanted it to do a backup. It does a backup. Yeah, absolutely. Because I've, I've gotten bricked before. I've gotten sure. the little symbol that says, oh, no, you have to plug into iTunes. You know, so I once you experience that once, it's once bitten, twice shy. So yeah. I always do a backup. I always, always do a backup. And so I like the fact that it takes care of that. And then I did a time machine backup just to be sure. Yeah. I just want to cover like all my bases. Sure. Uh, and, but normally I do go straight through iCloud over the air is what they call it. And I do that because I want to be able to experience what my clients are experiencing. And I've done that enough times to know kind of what the process is. And it usually takes anywhere from a half an hour to 45 minutes. But because I went through iMazing and I did it very thoroughly, it did a backup and then it did a full restore and then it upgraded. And like I said, first was it was the upgrade and then it did the update, but it went through the same process. So both times, you know, it wasn't like uh, one time was any shorter than the other. It they, they both took about an hour to to complete the process. And again, it's a success. So right. if, if it was a newer phone, it probably would have gone a lot faster. Now, um, so that was the, up, the upgrade experience. And then um, I want to talk a little bit about the, you know, changing I me. Mean, you've been on this for quite a while, so I'm a little bit newer to it. And I have, you know. Oh, shiny right now going on. <laughs> so that's always fun. Um, the watch OS uh, 4, that was smooth. I didn't have mm -hmm. any yep. issues with that. Me either. As, as far as the watch goes, I immediately was impressed with when I first put it on in the morning. I did it overnight because uh, my alarms are on my phone. I do have some alarms on my watch, but I have most of my alarms on my phone. That's always my, been my priority ever since, like, I don't know what version of iOS it was where people like their alarms weren't going off. I'm like, I cannot afford to not have my alarms. So I always stay up and like make sure that it finishes and make sure that my alarms are going to be OK. But my watch, I just let that do it, do it on its own, you know, overnight. And I woke up and I and I put it on my wrist and immediately I noticed the unlock code. If you have your, your watch set to do that, I, I recommend that you do that. Not everybody does, but I have mine set with a four digit pin 
And that was a wonderful experience. It was much brighter. You know, I noticed that because my eyes were kind of tired, you know, when I got up and I put it on, I'm like, Ooh, that's nice. You know, it's just nice, bigger, more bold display of numbers. And it gives you like a little bit better of a feedback. And when you tap it, you can really hear it click, you know, so I really, really enjoyed that. Um, but one downer, I should have started with the the bad news first, sorry, but the one downer, and I did ask Apple about this. I haven't gotten a response back on Twitter, but I really don't like that when you swipe up from the bottom, one of the features that I use a lot is putting my watch in silent mode. Like I have it in do not disturb right now, but a lot of times I want to get the haptic feedback, but I don't want to hear the sound. I have lots of alarms and like one of them just went off because it was an alarm, but I get lots of notifications and I have lots of dings and reminders and stuff like that. There's just, I'm just always beeping and booping everywhere I go because it's a compensation thing that I do with, with my life. And I like being able to just flick up from the bottom and tap on the bell. Well, you can't do that now. Now you have to flick up from the bottom and then you have to flick up again. Oops. I just set that off and I didn't mean to do that. That is you. (laughs) That's another feature (laughs) that still works very well. You can tap and hold. I, I use that tip. The other day, I, I went and pinged my phone because I was looking for it, but it was in a bag where I couldn't see it, and I tapped and I held. Remember when our right. our buddy Steve told us how to do that, and yeah, that was yeah. wonderful. Mm-hmm. But now, so so you can do that by accident. So now, when you go to get to the little bell to make it red to put to put it in silent mode, you have to swipe up again. So it's a swipe and another swipe. Yeah. I know first world problem, but let me tell you, I'm always like on the go. I'm always doing stuff. You know, when you're walking. And you're carrying a dog and you're like doing all these things and you're and you're trying to do this and multitask. Mm-hmm. It's a little difficult. <laughs> it's not very graceful. So uh, I would like to see a, a, a feature in the future sometime where we can actually just like in control center on the phone. Unless maybe you can tell me, Dave, is there a way that you can move those icons around? Not on the watch. No. no. There should be, though. Right. No. no. There's there no should be a way those. that you can move those around so you can yeah. put because I don't come on. Do I, I don't go to movies that often. Why? Right. Why does theater mode get? Why does it get precedence over, over silent mode? Yeah. Tell me that. Like, I, I don't want to question. put it in theater mode. I don't want it to be dark. Right. I don't go to movies that much. I, I, I'm in more meetings and, and 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 during activities where I need it to be silenced than I am right. going to a movie. So if anything, they should be swapped. Yep. That's that's my opinion. So, okay. Off my soapbox about that. And then the other thing that I, I, I miss, I'll, I'll lead in with, with, you know, the negative stuff first. The thing that I miss on my 6S with iOS 11 is I miss the 3d touch app switcher, mm-hmm. but we have a link to an article. Craig says right. it's coming back. <laughs> so right. enough people probably complained about it. Um, there was some kind of snafu for some reason they had to, he said they had to disable it temporarily. So I like those words temporarily. It's not, it's not gone for good. And I'll be rejoicing when that comes back because as a mom, you know, I, I use my phone on the down low. I'm, I try to do things really stealthily and really quietly. And let me tell you how I'm to click those, that home button to, you know, use the multitask. It's a little loud when someone's sleeping. So, um, yeah, I want, I want a stealthier, I want the stealth back. <laughs> Give me the stealth back, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I'll say about that. <laughs> Um, of course, you know, I'm loving making, being able to make little screen recordings. I love the control center. I've been digging around in there. So lots of great new features in there. Let's move on to some tips, shall we? Before we move on, I just want I I threw one thing into our show notes and I'm going to throw you off here, but I want to, I forgot all about it until just a few minutes ago. And remembering I put, we'll have the link in the show notes. Um, 
there is a new feature in iOS 11 for when you, so when you go to get your new phone, it's going to blow you away. Basically what happened was I had had my iPhone 7 plus um, ready already on iOS 11, of course, brought it into the store. They now have a new feature called automatic setup. Well, what'll happen mm-hmm. is it'll automatically get your phone, iPhone 8 up and running super quickly. So basically what oh, it does yeah? is it brings over uh, right out of the box. It'll automatically streamline the setup of process for transferring over preferences, Apple ID, Wi-Fi info, preference settings. That doesn't come over when you do the iPhone cloud, when you do the iCloud restore. It oh, yeah? It automatically brings it over. I did it, How do they do that? It, it, it's because both devices are on the same Wi-Fi. It sees okay. that your new phone and your old phone are there. It's kind of like the way the AirBuds or the AirPods pop up when it says it's connected. Uh, there's a screen. Uh, the link I, I shared is from Mac Rumors. And it actually shows – they have a video that will show you exactly what it does. And it, it just goes through it. Basically, what you have to do is you power up your device. You choose your language and all that other stuff. And then, auto, then it says place your existing iOS device near the new device to initiate the automatic setup. And then it'll see, it'll, oh. it'll sense it. It does it. I couldn't believe it. That's and cool. I, I was going to ask you, cause you know, yeah. you just got that brand new phone yeah, and then yeah. you went in and you got another one. I was like, Oh my God, he has to go through that all again. <laughs> and, and and the same thing with the Apple watch. Cause it, you, it'll do it automatically. It'll does the pairing just by, you know, cause yeah, obviously you have to repair your watch when you get your new, uh, when you get your new device. Uh, but oh, it brought everything automatically. I was like, holy cow, I forgot all about that. But then, of course, when I when I uh, had to swap the phone the second time with my screen problem, I completely forgot. And I erased the, the old phone before I could do it. So it That's took just, a, That it, sounds and, so and, awesome because I just got done is. deploying 54 iPads for a school using the MDM. So that sounds magical and wonderful oh, to me. Oh, oh, it is. It is. And, and the, the thing is, it, it just... It just works, and I now I can tell you I experienced it both ways when I forgot nice. when I erased it and forgot it and I had to go through the whole iCloud process almost painfully slower, but this thing oh, was, nice. this this streamlined the process big time. So just want to make sure we. Well, I'm looking I hit that forward for to that when I get my new yep. phone. I'll so, I'll report back on that experience. We have that we have that in the show notes. We'll have that link. So nice. Thank you. Nice. For, I completely forgot about that, and I'm glad we I was able to remember <laughs> that. <laughs> Just had to pluck that out of your brain. That's okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. Let's get back to some tips. So I just want to talk about, I was, you know, poking around in the contacts. Um, Contacts is kind of my baby. It's like the thing that every time there's a new, a new update or a new upgrade on my, I drill right into contacts. Like, did they give contacts some love? And the answer is mostly no. (laughs) Uh, But I did discover one thing that made me think that we should talk a little bit about emergency tools because my husband brought something up. Mm -hmm. So my husband is a blood donor and he donates fairly regularly. Actually, I should correct that. He's not actually – he he doesn't donate blood. He donates platelets, So, which is actually – can in some ways be seen as more important. So uh, he donates platelets and he likes to fill out – I'm so proud of him. Like I didn't know he was doing all this stuff. Mm -hmm. He was actually – a lot geekier than I, than I thought he was like really drilling down into the health app and he was entering this data and stuff. And do you know, is there a way to somehow get your hemoglobin? That's what he asked me. So I wanted to ask you about that. He wanted to be able to input his, his hemoglobin somewhere. Maybe the future isn't here yet. Well, I mean, it shows add blood type. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I have that because, because I'm a, one of those weird blood types that I have to have special blood. Uh, so I definitely have that on mine, but, uh, the thing I wanted to talk about, um, going back to the contacts is, and I don't know if, I think this is new. So when you go into contacts and you go to your contact, Mm -hmm. they've now made it really easy. And I think this was still easy in the last version, but it's even easier because now there's a nice big, bold, 
headline. My seniors are going to love this. Uh, your card is at the very, very top. And all you have to do is tap on your name and your little pretty picture there. Right. Now, if you scroll all the way to the bottom, mm-hmm. I have a lot of stuff, so it takes me longer. Uh, show medical ideas at the very bottom. Now, if you want to edit that or set that up. So, Dave, you had a demo. You're going to go through this with me live. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, one of the things that I want to ask you about is what does it tell you about signing up to be an organ donor? But I just thought this was interesting because I hadn't seen this. And I'm again, it's at the it's at the bottom of the page, so it's not like it's really noticeable. But it's an easier way to kind of get to it than having to drill through the health app and all that kind of stuff. But the the point that I'm trying to make is that I really want everybody to go check out their medical ID. Uh, this is really really important when your iPhone is locked. And I and I harp on this a lot because like I have little kids, and I want them to be safe. So, you know, this is me being the Mac mommy here. Uh, when your iPhone is locked, I want all little kids to be able to know how to dial 911 or to be able to find out medical, you know, emergency or just not me- even medical, but just emergency contact information from a locked iPhone. Because nowadays, you know, hopefully we're all locking our iPhones. And the way that you do that from a locked iPhone is you you wake it up, whether it's the side button or whatever, and you press the home button again, and then you'll get, you know, it'll ask you for the, the touch ID or passcode. Now, obviously, it's not your fingerprint, so it's not going to work. And the word emergency shows up in the lower left-hand corner right away. You tap on that, and then that's where you could dial 911 from a lock screen. And I, I teach my kids how to do this. We do, like, just like people do fire drills, I do little locked iPhone drills. Okay, kids. Mm-hmm. What are you going to (laughs) do? You know, and then in the lower left hand corner, there's a bright red medical ID button that you can tap and then it'll bring up everything that you've got filled out in there. It has your name, your date of birth, your age. It has any medical conditions that you that you want to put in there, any any medical notes. So, for example, like I have an allergic reaction to certain medications. You want to put that in there, your blood type, your weight, approximately your height. And then down at the bottom is your emergency contacts. I almost kind of wish they'd put this up at the top. But anyway, it's there. And those numbers then show up in red. So my husband and my mother-in-law, my, you know, they're the local people here. So all it takes is a, is a tap. I mean, my kids have our both of our phone num- numbers memorized. But if they didn't or, you know, how your, your brain kind of doesn't always work in, in a moment of panic. So this is something, and specifically for that reason, is why you should practice, 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 and make sure that you can do this without really having to think about it. And this is where you can get to your emergency contacts and just tap them. And it kind of is like uh, the old, I'll just call it old fashioned, but you know, an older flip phones and things where they weren't necessarily smartphones. I see this a lot with my senior clients. They put the letters I-C-E in case of emergency. They put I-C-E in front of their loved one's names so that they show up when a first responder taps the I key, you know, or something. Now, I don't know for certain. Um, I've asked out and some people have said yes. Some people haven't said one way or another. Um, but I believe that first responders are trained in how to get at this information. And they just they know where to go to look mm-hmm. for this. So the more information that you can give them, the better, you know, help help yourself, you know, by putting this information in there. So medical ID, fill it out, make sure that everything that's important that is there, fill out your emergency contacts. And then uh, up at the top below your your date, if you're an organ donor, it'll have a little red heart and it'll say that you're an organ donor. So Dave, you're you're looking at this is tell me or, or tell our listeners, what does it look like when you set this up? And is there 
because my husband noticed this. He said, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, we're both organ donors. And I noticed that you can set it up in in this medical ID section now. And he hadn't noticed that before. Yeah, because so I'm in it now and anybody can edit it at any time. I just I just tapped edit and then it uh, shows uh, you can edit a picture of your name, um, date of birth, of course, medical conditions, medical notes, allergies, medications, and then you add your blood type. So I would think, like you talked about, that he donates uh, blood platelets. You probably could put mm-hmm. that in medical notes, maybe, because uh, mm-hmm. there is really isn't any uh, spot that looks like you can add um, as far as uh, that information goes. Uh, but beyond mm-hmm. that, I mean, it just it stores it uh, once you uh, tap done. It, it's there, and then everything is in there. It looks like you could add additional fields if you wanted to. So if you wanted okay. to add uh, different. Uh, Fields in the contact um, it looks like that, but not in the actual. Now that I'm looking at this now. There isn't any extra. There isn't any extra places you can add things mm-hmm. um, other than those set fields I just described. So, um, but yeah, I think he just wants to track it as like a health stat. You know, kind of like yeah. your your okay. red. I don't know, maybe your blood cell count or something like that. For for whatever reason, uh, it's important to him to know some kind of hemoglobin figure. Yeah, it's not. There's nothing from the medical ID I can see that's feeding it. So um, okay. Yeah, so I would not say that in the health part of it. Okay, but as far as the medical ID is concerned, I just wanted to to bring that up. That was a new emergent, not a new tool, but a a way to get to it a little bit easier, it seemed, than than before. And I just wanted to take some time to kind of bring awareness that this is a really wonderful wonderful tool that's right there in your phone that that first responders for the most part are trained to look at and you should teach your kids if you have little kids or grandkids you know teach them how to be able to access it it, and it would really come in handy sometime later and then moving over to the apple watch there's also a new feature um it's a flashlight tool so again we were talking about swiping or flicking up from the bottom and those tools that you see now, so you see the battery, you see the airplane mode, you see the ping in your iPhone, and then there's a flashlight now. And so when you tap on that, it will bring up a plain white light screen, and it'll get brighter after you have it on for a while. And then you can swipe to the left, and the next screen after that is a flashing, uh, it's a pulsing white bright light Uh so i imagine this would be good for people who are riding on a bicycle and then again going back to like emergencies then if you swipe again it'll give you a bright red square so these these are just you know another tool that you can now use right from your wrist and it's just you know a flick up and a couple of flicks over and it's very easy to get to um i was actually tempted to use it the other night i I used it um, i was looking for something in my kid's closet and i wanted to be able to see something i didn't want to wake them up so i you know flicked my my flashlight on on my wrist i was like oh now i can see what that tag says so just a you know nice little new little feature there all right so no that was great information we appreciate the 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 details and yeah we do it's definitely important to do that um a couple other tips and we're going to get close to wrapping up here we got a couple other topics we want to hit before uh, the end of this uh, this uh, show um there is a new way of doing a hard reset of the iPhone 8 and 8 Plus, if anybody isn't aware of that. There will be a link in the show notes on how to do that. Uh, if we remember always in the past, whenever you would do a hard reset, it's like basically like a reboot. Uh, all iPhones up to through iPhone 6 success, um, you would hold the home button and the power button at the same time and just keep holding it until it, shut, sh- it shuts off and then the Apple logo shows up, right? It's like the death grip. Yeah. So then... <laughs> Here comes along the iPhone 7. They changed that because, of course, the home button on the iPhone 7 and 7 Plus started where it doesn't really have a physical button anymore. It's just more of a touch button. Uh, So you would have to hold the volume down 
and the power button at the same time, and then it would do a hard reset. Well, I found out the hard way when I was trying it, <laughs> thinking that it was now the same thing on the 7 it and the 8. has its own gang sign now that yeah. you have to use. <laughs> I was holding the buttons down the same way, but then the SOS popped up, and then I was like, wait, well, I can't do this. And then all of a sudden, 911 dialed. I'm like, oh, crap. So, so under emergent, filed under emergency yeah. tools, that's how you how you get SOS to work. <laughs> exactly. And, of course, I hung up, and I shouldn't have done that. I know better because I helped manage 911 at the office. So <laughs> they called me right back, and I said, I'm so sorry. I was testing my iPhone, and it uh, and it. I wonder off. how many of those calls they're getting. <laughs> yeah. So what they've done is now is what you have to do is it's actually it's kind of interesting. You you t- Now what you have to do to get the hard reset to happen is you, you just tap the volume down button, then you see the volume icon pop up. Then you tap the volume up button, and, you, and then at the same time, and then right, right after you let go, you push and hold the power button. The volume, oh the volume icon disappears, and then all of a sudden it does its reboot. Uh, like I I'm kind of not looking forward to trying to get my seniors to do that. That's like yeah. doing the hokey pokey I, with your fingers. <laughs> might be better off just having them just do a straight power down. I don't know the hard reset yeah. doesn't have to happen. I mean, it's not that critical that you, that it has mm-hmm. to happen. So, um, so that that's that that's my other tip. Uh, the other thing I'll talk about is I did do a, a YouTube video of um, the new changes that happened in iOS 11 with Photos. Now, what happened was with I, with, with Photos, uh, Apple uh, has now upgraded uh, the Photos so they're saved in what's called the HEIC format, which is the high-efficiency format. And I like Apple's thinking because what, what it's really doing is it's it's actually storing these photos more efficiently, so it's going to take up less space. Yay! So a lot, of, you know, a lot of folks. That's the biggest challenge, especially when you have a 32 gig or a 64 gig yep. iPhone. I like to live lean, so yeah. this is so good news for me. This is, and I take a, a lot of pictures. And this is going to be a huge, huge change for that. But what happened was they were getting some instances where people would hook up their phone to their Mac or their PC, and then the file would save as a HEIC fo- format, and then of course there wouldn't be anything to be able to open it. There really mm. isn't a problem with it on the Mac. It's probably more on the PC than anything else because uh, there was no no way to opening it. Uh, but on the, what happens is it, it's it's supposed to automatically convert. I, I I did a video, so I won't go too much into detail. So you could just go in the show notes and check check that out. But the files should automatically convert. Um, this was this was the case because I was doing because I support OneDrive for Business, where where people were were uh, didn't have the most up to date version of OneDrive. Um, because now OneDrive, what a concept! Microsoft actually is working with Apple. You know mm-hmm. that that the uh, the OneDrive app automatically converts the photos as soon as you copy them over from your from your camera roll um, into JPEGs, like they're supposed to. But my mm-hmm. video is also going to show if you want to disable it or if you want to turn it on or off, and just be aware of it. So check that out. Uh, it's a great link to the video. And you wanted to talk a little bit about listening to podcasts. And, of course, we, that's what we do all the time, right? Right. Well, it goes along in the same vein of saving space. Um, I get this question a lot, unfortunately. I get the the yep. phone, the panic email or the panic <laughs> phone call that yep. says, I went over my data plan. How did this happen? You know, and it'd be like, oh, well, did you subscribe to any podcasts lately? Did you start listening to Serial or, you know, or S-Town or for that matter. Or in touch with iOS, <laughs> uh, you know, so and I and I did this to my dad by accident when I was trying to teach him how to do it. One of my clients. Uh, so Apple provides an easy way to get started listening to podcasts with their own podcast app, which is, you know, pretty easy to use. It's it's a good starter app. And as we've discussed in, in previous episodes and we will keep discussing because we're always looking for you know something to make this this process better. Uh, it's it it's not without its own faults. Right. Um, so there's some shed, some settings that you should be aware of because they can really 
end up making you chew through a limited data plan. If you have an unlimited data plan or just a big data plan, this isn't so much of a problem. But if you you know, are not a heavy phone user and you're just starting out with podcasts, it's just something we really want you to be aware of. So if you have, especially if you have a harder, um, uh, a smaller hard drive. So, so the two problems are a limited data plan and a small hard drive. Um, podcasts can make them fill up really quickly, both of them, your data plan and the hard drive. So I put a link to it in the show notes. And I actually, Dave, I made my first little how-to videos know, on my iOS 11. Did you like those? Yeah. Did you know you can turn the microphone on? Yes, but I just wanted to do, there was, okay. I, there's Let's construction sure you know, going I want to make sure you do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I might try that. This was my first one. So, so you all get to benefit from this. So I'm going to put this in the show notes. I, I actually made a video and I'll have little text, uh, instructions on what to do, but I have some tips for you for things that you should switch off and there's a lot to consider. So I won't go through it in too much detail here, but something you should read and something you should watch on how to change the settings in the podcasts app settings yep to make sure that you don't go over your data plan and make sure that you don't fill up your phone and still be able to enjoy listening to us here on this podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. This would be a good place to to wrap it up, you know, talking about listening to podcasts and, and how to get us into your ears. Yeah, so why don't we why don't we put a bow on this? All right. Thanks for listening. Right, we hope you get more in in touch with iOS after hearing this episode. Subscribe to our podcast in your favorite podcatcher and show your friends how to look for us in iTunes. We look forward to bringing you more useful information in future episodes. I am David Ginsberg and you can find me on Twitter at DaveG65. And I'm Melissa Davis, and you can find me online all over at the Mac Mommy. Until next time, thanks for listening.